Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize on your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for an ad space so that you can always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today and become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add Talking Sports with Manny in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. Live, welcome to another episode of Talking Sports. Talking Sports with Manny. Um, I got a special guest with me. I got Raz Man here with me. Um, we're about to get it in. We're about to talk about some fantasy football. We're going to talk about some of the games that went down in the NFL. So, Tommy, man, what was your most intriguing match this week? Uh, most intriguing match for me. I'm being honest with you, and I'm, I'm, it's a bit of a homer type deal, but it's. Uh, Titans and Pittsburgh, the two undefeated teams. I think that was the best game of the of the day, honestly. So, what did you like more about that game? Talk to me, man. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> there's things I like. I, I would say uh, I actually hated that game, but the thing that I, the, I just th- thought it was the um, the best competition. You got undefeated versus undefeated in there. The, there was a lot of um, meat there and you know and beef to be honest with you you know the Steelers was upset they thought it was the Titans uh lack of Dazio uh effort uh you know keeping the coronavirus away that mm-hmm. was the reason that um that they had missed their bye week and all of this and right. then you had um you know the the aficionados uh commenting and saying things like uh like Ryan Clark saying that Derrick Henry doesn't didn't didn't um you know was was fake brave and he wasn't this and that and you know it was it was a lot that went into that so i i know that um you know it, it just had a lot of storylines a lot of meat on the bones and you really wanted to see you know who was gonna who was gonna rise up who was gonna take it by the horns and you know right. what they were actually gonna do right hey shout out to everybody who's uh watching through facebook on here it doesn't show me who is uh commenting but i'm gonna put y'all comments out on the screen uh, but yeah, appreciate you guys for tuning in. So yeah, uh, somebody mentioned that the Seattle and Arizona game was uh, pretty fire. Yeah, that was a game right there, and that game held a lot of fantasy implications, man. Hey, what's good, Noah? Yeah, that game had a lot of fantasy implications. I love that game. Um, so for me, I had Kyler Murray in a few. <laughs> I'm gonna put up this picture right there. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> man, I cannot, man. I cannot. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, that Seattle game and Arizona game was pretty, pretty good, man. Somebody just asked, what are your thoughts on McCaffrey this week? Uh, Tommy, me and you actually kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think McCaffrey plays. How about you? I think he does. You think he does? Um, yeah. You know, I think, I think McCaffrey plays. I know a lot of people would say uh, no because they have a bye week uh, later. They're not mm-hmm. going anywhere this year, and you want to protect McCaffrey and and not put him in until he's a hundred percent. 
Right. Um, I agree with that. But the thing that I'm thinking this week is why start him practicing? Unless mm-hmm. you're trying to psych the other team out, as, as in McCaffrey may play and maybe they should prepare for him as well. Uh, I mean, there, there there may be a little bit of that going on. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think that, um, that they, you know, you got a new coaching staff. They want to mm-hmm. win. Right. You know, they don't, they don't want to lose. They want to win. So I think McCaffrey, and I think McCaffrey wants to play himself. So okay. I think he plays. Um, I think he doesn't. I think this is the last good week for Mike Davis. For, so for the Mike Davis owners, I just became a Mike Davis owner as of today. Um, mm-hmm. I traded for him. Um, so in a way, I'm hoping that McCaffrey doesn't play, but I do own McCaffrey in just about all of my major leagues. So um, either way it goes, hopefully there's a scenario where Mike Davis and Christian McCaffrey both play well. And, you know, enough to get anywhere between 10 to 15 points PPR. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. It's going to be Thursday night. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is having himself a heck of a season. Roby Anderson, bro. Roby oh, Anderson yeah. playing so well. I, look, to be honest, I always thought that Roby Anderson was trash. I thought he was just one of those guys that just run, you know, straight line speed and catch the ball. See, I don't like receivers like that. All these receivers that just go deep, you know, these all these yeah. one trick ponies. But Roby Anderson has been running some real routes this season. So shout out to um, Roby, man. Shout out to Roby. Um, but uh one thing before we get ahead of ourselves, I, I still don't think I don't believe in Roby Anderson. I just believe that he is the only guy to throw the ball to. So he's getting a lion chair. DJ Moore. That guy, man, come on. Hey. I, I, I'm not a big fan. No, I, I, I am. I totally feel you, man, but DJ Moore has been doing this thing the last few games. I'm about to pull up some numbers in a minute on DJ oh, Moore. Yeah, I'm not a DJ Moore guy, believe it or not. Me neither. Me neither. I do not like that guy. I don't like him. You know, um, to me, I always felt that he was overrated. Um, but the last few games, he has been playing well. So I'm kind of like iffy because on one in one league, I traded um, – I traded DJ Moore, right? And the guy was able to give me a third rounder, a fourth rounder, a fifth rounder. And then he was also able to give me um, AJ Green, which I don't like. But I mean, AJ Green and also oh, DJ Moore? Yeah. So I so I traded DJ Moore. I got AJ wow. Green, Christian Kirk, a third, a fourth, and a fifth. The, the thing I don't like about those receivers is I don't trust the person that's throwing them the ball. I mean, that's true. But the thing is, if we're talking fantasy football, you don't have to have a good quarterback or a good offense to produce numbers. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, I like the teams that suck. I like the receivers that play for Jacksonville. I like the receivers that play for the Cincinnati Bengals. You see what I'm saying? I like the receivers that play for the Washington football team. Just only one. Yeah, only one. Yeah, just just one. But <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying is but, th- but th- those guys are so uh what what I would say those guys are so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. I, or you know, even a, a T Higgins and AJ right. Green, you know, the guys you're talking about uh, uh LaVisca Chenault, you know, the the guys you you're mentioning on those teams, mm-hmm. you know, those are the guys you want in your in me being honest, those are the guys that's they're never going to be more than your wide receiver two or True. your or your flex position. True. You know, those are those aren't the guys that you want to be counting on. You know, for, for, for me, I, I totally, I totally I, yeah, for me, I, I want a little bit more uh, continuity 
and uh, someone I can I can trust. And that's right. just me personally. All right, we have a great question here. So I'll put it up on the screen. It says redraft PPR uh, four three uh, fourth, I guess fourth out of ten. So he's fourth place in a ten man. I guess I'm not. I don't know, I don't know if I'm reading this right, but it says close race in my league. Uh, Watson, Chark, uh, Moore, AJ Brown, Woods, uh, A Rod, Bayuk, Judy, man, loaded. Uh, Derrick Henry, Cook, Hunt, Miles Sanders, Mixon, Andrews. Who are you drafting with? He's, he's asking a question. He said, he said, trade Henry and Moore for Chubb and DK. I'll, you're the Henry guy. I will let you talk about that one. If I'm, I, I, um, I make the trade. If if it's for Chubb for Henry and Moore for Chubb and DK, I make the trade only because Chubb was was cutting up when he was when he was playing. So I don't think you go down that far. But DK over Moore, no brain. So, so wait a minute. You telling me that Tommy Taylor, Mr. Titan, oh, Titan yeah. Tommy, Titans fan, the same guy who traded. Oh, well, I'm speaking of if I'm him. <laughs> you know, if it's me, I'm keeping my Henry. You know, we got to work something else out. But if I'm him, then yeah, I, I make the trade. You know, but I'm not. But I'm not the guy that that would give you DK. Listen, I'm not trading DK to anyone on for for any reason this year. DK, the, the guys that got DK are are the real MVPs out here. Right. You know, DK is DK is the guy. You know, he's the he shouldn't guy, be traded. But when, you, but when you look at the numbers, bro, to be honest, like. He'll get you like four catches for 94 yards and a touchdown. So for me, I would say I wouldn't do the deal. Even though I don't like DJ Moore, I wouldn't do the deal. I think Henry is way better than Chubb. He's going to produce way more than Chubb. He's not splitting the backfield with, with anybody. True. Then we're looking at the DJ Moore and DK Metcalf. Okay. I would say. DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, if you look at them, they're like right there. If you look at the last three game sample size of what DJ Moore has done, even though I don't like him, he's he's producing. OK, and DK, you saw what happened on Sunday when he doesn't get that touchdown. Uh-huh. I'm going to propose a question. I have a question for you now. Okay. Since you're saying that. All right. Now we're in our playoffs. It's week 16. Mm-hmm. Which combination do you want more? OK. Between Derrick Henry and and Moore or Chubb and, and DK. So you said this is we are in what uh what portion of the season? This is the playoffs. This is this is playoffs. for the money. Oh playoffs? Man, if it's the playoffs, man, then I'd rather have you know DK and Chubb. Exactly. That's playoffs. what I'm saying. So, so, I, so mean, I, I mean, I mean we're getting I mean, I feel you on that, but it's just like look. It's it's a like trust factor. When, 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 when it comes down to the money, you don't want more. You don't want more anywhere near your team. You want DK. Now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before we talk, we got to know what we're talking about. Let me pull up DJ Moore if my computer will let me. So okay. So DJ Moore, right? Let's look at the last four games in the play. I mean, the last three games in the playoffs. Okay. Because we can just be talking, not even know what we're talking about. So. If he's playing Denver week 14, Green Bay week 15, Money. and Washington Money. week 16, all Money. juicy matchups. Now, who was the guy that we're comparing to? DK Metcalf, right? All right, Metcalf. Who was Metcalf playing 
the last. He has year. Russell Wilson. It doesn't matter who he's. Yeah, playing. he. Ha- I, I, look, I get it. He has Russell Wilson, but you're playing the Jets. Great matchup. Washington. Great matchup. The Rams. I don't know. Give Give me who's stopping them on the Rams. And don't say Jalen Come on, man. Come on, man. Who's he stopping? What do you do against Arizona? He can even do nothing against uh, uh, old man uh, Peterson. What do you do against Peterson? Nothing. Man. He didn't do anything. But that's, I mean, I get that, it. That's, that's, because the other, that's because the other guy was killing it. Bro, and then not only that, bro, we know that Russell Wilson either starts off pretty good and fizzles out or fizzles <laughs> out at the beginning. So he already, Russell he turned, Wilson had his eight games. Hey, listen, he's turned over new leaf this year. Damn. Okay. All right. <laughs> you can believe in Russell Wilson. Hey. <laughs> At some point, they're gonna run the ball. Hey, hey listen, who's all I'm saying is I'm taking Henry and any receiver over Chubb and DK. Okay. Hey, I respect that. Yeah, I respect you know. that. Yeah, Henry is just to me, bro. Honestly, we're oh, playing me together where I took Henry with a 12th pick in a super flex, where I could have had two quarterbacks. Henry is just that good, man. Henry's that good. He's the guy that's gonna be on pace for 16 touchdowns this season. He's gonna probably rush for 12. I'm just being Nice to say that he's going to rush well, for at least twelve hundred yards easily. He's rushing for. He's on. You know what he's on pace for? What's up? He's on pace for almost nineteen hundred. Oh, that's crazy. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, All right, we got that. another comment. Let's read this one real quick. He goes, "I got offered Zeke, Julio, Juju for Stephon Diggs, Tyler Boyd, and Ty Gurley. Do I accept?" I say yes. Oh yeah, I say yes too. <laughs> all right, so let's break this down. Let's break this down. First so, of all, Zeke is what done. are you waiting on? <laughs> yeah, Zeke. Look, look, the Dallas Cowboys are done. You sell those guys. Now, if the Dallas Cowboys happen to trade for a quarterback, then okay. Or if they maybe they get a better offensive line replacement, then okay. But yeah, Zeke is done. Uh Julio, man, he's hurt. He's hurt back and forth. And then Juju. What has he done for you? He, this guy, look, you got Deontay Johnson, who's number one, in my opinion. You got Claypool, who's number two, and Juju's really number three. He might be number four behind this, the tight end. This, this is what he got. This is what he got offered. So he got offered Zeke, Julio, and Juju for oh. his Stefan Diggs, Tyler Boyd, and Gurley. Oh, my bad. You don't take it, bro. I'm sorry. I got excited and read it wrong. Yeah, you don't take this deal. What is Boyd doing right now? I don't trust it. Like Stefan Diggs, bro, is number four. He's he's top four, top five. I got you. What is he doing? Tyler okay. Boyd is a top nine, top ten wide receiver right now. And then Ty Gurley, you know, he's been, you know, what, top twelve? So yeah, yeah. I'm not oh, I'm not oh, yeah. So so we so we read that one wrong. It was it, yeah, yeah. The, the opposite opposite way around. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, there there's no reason you should have Zeke right now. I mean, there's nothing <laughs> right. They're right going to be behind. If this is a dynasty or a keeper, then maybe I take this deal. So yeah. he didn't tell us if it's dynasty or keeper. If it's dynasty or keeper, I probably take this deal. If it's dynasty, yeah, you take it. Yeah, you you know you almost got to take it, you know, because you're looking at the long run. And, and, he it, and then Juju's Juju should Juju should be getting traded at, at some point or going somewhere else because exactly. it's about time for him to get paid. Exactly. So if it's dynasty, it's yeah, you definitely should take it. Right, but as but, far as uh, this year, nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd tra- you be you be trading uh, for the names, you right? Know, and right. That, names don't get you anything. The only way I would ever, the only way I would take this deal is if I was trying to take it to get another trade because guys love trading for names, right? 
But shout out to Clemps, uh, uh, EZ, man. He said he he still has uh, Alvin Kamara as his running back one. He has uh, his RB, I mean, R, WR two and three as Keenan Allen and Tyreek Hill, Tariq Hill. So that's a nice little, you know, core right there. So I can't even, I can't even, I can't even hate. I can't even be mad. Um, uh, one thing, bro, that I've done this year, usually I'm a running backs guy, right? So I go grab running backs and, you know, I kind of rock with the running backs. But if you look at what the running backs are doing this year, it's just, it's just so weird. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's just weird to me. Like, guys are not producing how they're supposed to produce. Like, for example, the number two running back right now in all of football in fantasy is um, James Robinson. You know, a lot of people don't know that. So if James Robinson, like, you know, I'm not hating on him or nothing like that. But at the same time, I don't think he's that kind of guy. You know, he's not that caliber of running back to, you know, all right, so this guy, uh, Clutchful, he says, do I trade Amari Cooper? Yes. What do you say, Tommy? No. No? Okay. Tell me why. Because you own Amari Cooper, so you tell me why. You convince me why I should keep Amari Cooper. I'll I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, targets, and, and, and they're going to feed Amari. Amari. Listen, contrary to what everybody wants to tell me about Michael Gallup, and, and and then the rookie, you know, people have been saying this, this BS. You know what I'm saying? People have been saying this BS all year. Who's been oh. the number one? Cooper. You know what I'm saying? Who's getting the targets? Who's getting the targets even though um, Dak is gone? Cooper. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm pretty – listen, I, I, don't, I don't know what he had um, right offhand, but I'm sure he had at least 13 points. Right. You know, in the, the last game when they got destroyed. So what I'm saying is, if you if you're if there's a guy to keep, or there's a guy to have, you want the number one, and it's still a high octane. It's gonna sound really bad because they don't put up any points, but it's still a high octane offense. And, and what I mean by that is they they're gonna pass a lot. They can't depend on Zeke. They're gonna be behind. They have all these pieces. They're well, gonna feed the Cooper. Huh? Who's passing the ball? Doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Cooper's going to get – all I'm saying is this. Cooper's going to get it. Did you see – did you watch the game? The, 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 the football, football team. Whatever his, guy, whatever his name is. No, bro. They got the seventh-round dude from James Madison, bro. The Nucci. Man, got a Moochie, got a Bucci. He ain't good, bro. <laughs> he ain't good, bro. And I'm sorry. If well, they're in the playoffs. Dalton should be back at some point. Okay. All I'm right, keeping that coming, back, that coming back next year. <laughs> I'm I'm keeping Cooper. Okay, All right. and I and I do have him in a couple of leagues. I'm keeping hey, him, and I feel good you. about it. Hey, much power to you. I know he does get the targets to kind of, um, you know, keep him afloat. But what did he have his last game? He said, "Should I trade Amari Cooper for Josh Jacobs?" Yes, a yes. thousand times. Yes. Okay, I mean that that that's that's different. Yes, you know. And you know what, though? Josh Jacobs is a guy that you can buy low right now. A lot sure, of guys yeah. are low on Josh Jacobs. And 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 he'll he's going to come up because Oakland, you know, Oakland's doing pretty good as far as, you know, offensively. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just wait, you know, go through the storm. Buy yeah. low on Josh Jacobs. As a matter of fact, I'm finishing a few trades <laughs> out for Josh Jacobs right now. Hey, dude, in my six-keeper league where I got Christian McCaffrey and Kamara, 
I almost got Josh Jacobs today. Wow. I almost got Josh Jacobs. I was willing to offer Cooper Cup um, and Mark Andrews. I know it sounds kind of crazy, but when you're thinking about a six-keeper league, you're trying to build the best team possible. I even try to toss in uh, Cam Makers because I'm not going to keep – I'm, I'm going to keep them, but if I don't get anything else, then, you know, whatever. So I was trying to make this deal. I just said, you know what, this year, bro, the rest of the way, I'm, hey, forget tight ends and forget running backs for me. I got a spoiler alert on Cam Akers, man. All right, what's up? Talk to me. I think he's going to suck. I think he sucks too. Uh, and listen, I think he's going to suck continuously. I don't think he's going to get, you know, better. You know, these guys, a whole nother this guy, like he's going to get better. Do you know, like he's been inactive. It's crazy. Yeah. They're starting, been- to up, they're starting brown over him. Yeah. I mean, I think that offensive line is bad. I think that offensive line improves. Um, I think that um, Cam Akers becomes the guy at some point. I just don't know when. All right, um, so name so 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 quickly name off the running backs that came in the league, sucked, and then got better. Um, David Montgomery, um, Derrick Henry. No, um, you're wrong <laughs> on that one. <laughs> All right, we got another question. Man, keep them coming. All right, what side wins, Robert Woods and David Johnson, or Chris Carson and DJ Moore? Ooh. Chris Carson, DJ Moore. Yeah, Chris Carson, DJ Moore. Chris Carson is just playing un- unbelievable this season. Chris Carson is too good. You can't trust any. You can't trust the Rams right now. Anybody, bro? I don't trust can, anybody on the Rams right now, bro. If I'm gonna trust the Rams receiver, it's Robert Woods. Okay. Yeah. But, like I, said, but I don't trust any of them. I don't trust any of them. All right, we got another question: Andrews or Jimmy Graham this week? Andrews. Yeah, Andrews. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of hard to trust Jimmy Graham, to be honest. Um, but, hey, Jimmy Graham has had a, a sneaky good season this year. He, he but, has. Well, going back to the other question really quick, just talking about the Rams, I just want to drop, give you one name, and that's Higby. Higby. You can't trust the Rams this year, bro. Yeah, Higby, Everett, Cook Cup, <laughs> Cup, my guy, Robert Woods. Bro, in our Dynasty League, I got Woods and, Cup, and Cooper Cup, and I'm crying. <laughs> but you know what though the rams have been running the ball pretty well this year so yeah i mean i can't complain i can't cry about it um it just is what it is you know they they, they have a very good defense they're running the ball it's just a different rams team it's yep. not that high flying high scoring that we've been seeing for the past few years um it's a lot different this year so and, and that, people get the hot hand you know ruiz had the hot hand higby had three touchdowns one game Right. You know, but you just cannot trust these guys. Can't you really can't? You really can't. So I'm gonna uh, share my screen. Let's look at some uh, some stats, man. We're gonna look at some stats. We're gonna look at some numbers. Um, hopefully, I can see it through. So what I ended up doing was I wanted to use um, like the regular standard scoring, where four points per touchdown pass, right? So if we're looking at the number one quarterback right now in fantasy football, you see that it's Russell Wilson. I mean, sorry, it's not Russell Wilson. It's um, it's um, what's his name? But let's answer this question real quick, and then I'll get back to it. Devontae Parker or Deontay Johnson this week? Deontay Johnson for me. Who you got, Tommy? Uh, Devontae Parker, Deontay Johnson. Uh, my question is: Is Deontay Johnson uh, is he playing? I thought he got hurt. He's healthy. He's healthy. healthy. As far as I'm concerned, uh, I mean, he had a good game last week. Yeah, but he he had got hurt and left the game during that Titans oh, game. So because uh, you did, 
Yeah, you did watch the game. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm Devontae Parker. You know, the other thing is the Titans uh, specifically took away um, um, Claypool. So, you know who, do you know who Devontae's playing? No, who are they playing? Jalen Ramsey. I, I'm Devontae Parker. I, I I don't believe in Ramsey the way you do. Quarterback is. You said do what? You know who Devontae Parker's quarterback? Oh, listen. I'm sorry. I'm thinking we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Deontay Johnson. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Hey, listen. I'm I'm completely confused. I'm thinking about the guy in in Green Bay. No. Yeah, not yeah, that guy. Justin. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I kept saying. Are you sure? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm glad you said you know his quarterback is. What are we talking about here, bro, Deontay Johnson? Yeah, bro, they fed Tua to the Wolves. So hold on, you got Tua, right? Yeah. Then you got uh, <laughs> then you got the Rams coming to town. You got Aaron Donald and the whole crew. Bro, that was, defense is so underrated. So yeah, I go. Then I would start Deontay Johnson over Devontae Parker, even if Deontay Johnson was a game time decision. Same it, here. You feel me? Same here, bro. So I did a trade in my keeper league, and I sent Devontae Parker, right? I sent uh, Calvin Ridley and uh, Melvin Gordon, all for Christian McCaffrey. You I did it. Uh, I, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I like Christian. You know you know me. I prefer getting uh, maximum points out of one position. And, right. and then and then going to the to the other to the next uh the next part. I know right. you like depth, but and you know, in my opinion, you know, I want to maximize how many points oh. I get out of one position. Bro, I'm, at that point, at that point, I had eight receivers. Okay. Yeah. So I had Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuels, Michael Gallup, uh Devontae Parker, Deontay Johnson, and I'm probably forgetting a few other guys. So to me, Devontae Parker was just a – you can have him. You know what I'm saying? Same <laughs> thing happened to me. I ended up trading Devontae Parker, Todd Gurley, and Malcolm Brown for uh, basically Der- Derrick Henry and I think uh, James White, something mm. like that. Yeah, uh, you know, give me give me Derrick Henry. And, and I had I had a crazy amount of receivers. They right. need the guy. Right. So, bro, so overall right now, you got Kyler Murray as the number one quarterback. Now, obviously, he hasn't had a bye week. He gets his bye week this week. So it's kind of like, you know, easy to kind of patch your stats when you haven't had a bye week. But right. when you look at Kyler Murray, man, he's had 1,800 yards passing and 13 passing touchdowns and seven interceptions. So the interception numbers are not bad. Um, he's rushed 65 times for 300 and – I mean, sorry, 437 yards and seven rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Seven Rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That guy's a he's a Bruh. monster. If you Bruh. if you if you recall, uh if you recall, and, and you know, I know Manny from um our personal life, but um if you recall, uh there, there was a guy that was uh ringing the bell for, for Kyler Murray at the beginning of the season. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm telling you, the thing about Kyler, especially once he got you know weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy is, a, he's an unstoppable dynamo. And I just think that it is going to take, um, you know, a, you know, a little while, just like they kind of got with, uh, with Lamar Jackson, it's going to mm-hmm. take a little while to figure him out. So I figured his second season was going to be, uh, the, the season that kind of, you know, he, he really kind of got the feeling pretty good and, right. and, and really being able to come into his, his own. I mean, because one thing about Kyler is he, 
He's he's so fast, mm-hmm. and you cannot hit him. You 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 cannot get a clean hit on him at, at all. And it's it's crazy because you you would think that he couldn't see over the the offensive line, right? You know, because he's so small. But this guy is he's killing it. And then the, the um, listen, one thing that I like that they did against the uh, it wasn't the was it the Cowboys? It was the Cowboys. One thing I, I like they did against the Cowboys. I listen. They kept going deep on. Him. You know, Kyler was just launching it. I mean, and that it's so much faith they they got in him to just he's he's just running back, turning his whole body around, running back, turning around and launching the ball. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you right. have to have the utmost faith in this guy. So yeah, I mean, uh, Kyler is uh, he has a bright future ahead of him. Man, bright future. I'm just amazed that he is QB one. Like when I saw it today. I was amazed because these these dudes in my keeper league let me draft him like in round five or six. It's nuts. I mean, that's kind of where he went even in regular drafts was round five or six. And, I mean, if you drafted him there and you didn't go get guys like Lamar Jackson, you know, you got major, major value. So, for me, bro, I just know that guys cannot produce what they've always done. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just hard to repeat. So, next year, bro – I mean, there's just some guys that you can trust and know that. You know what? Like Christian McCaffrey, if mm-hmm. you look at the averages, he's averaging 26 points a game in PPR. So that's a guy that you want to get, you know, first. Me, I'm not messing with Saquon Barkley again, bro. He just continues to get hurt. So for me personally, I can't trust him. But let's look at this. So Kyler Murray, you got Kyler Murray at one, Russell Wilson at two, Patrick Mahomes at three, Josh Allen at four, Deshaun Watson at five, Tom Brady at six. Carson at uh, seven, Dak at eight, <laughs> okay? Aaron Rodgers at nine, Tannehill at 10, Gardner at 11, Joe Burrow at 12, okay? Joe Burrow is a top 12 quarterback. He's a QB1 right now. Mm-hmm. He's a QB1 right now. And what jumps out for me on this list is Dak Prescott still at number eight. People don't realize yeah. how great of a season Dak Prescott was having before he got hurt. Okay. Listen, he he he's still one of the league leaders in um and in passing yards. Yep. And the guy hadn't played in two games. It's crazy. Yep. Bro, you know what? I did the math like after like week two or three, and Dak Prescott was on pace for 6,900 passing yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the thing is, that's why I go back to saying this. In fantasy, bro, I want the quarterbacks that can actually throw but then also have a bad defense. You know what I'm saying? I get it. For me, it's just better. It's just better. It's just good for business. When your team sucks defensively, then you got to pass to kind of get back into the game. You know. But when you when you put your quarterback out like that, if he's mm-hmm. always throwing the ball, he's also uh, susceptible to, to injury as well. You know, that's so, true. So that's the thing about that. Was trying to run. He was trying to run. On that, on that, he was trying to run, and I think he slid and didn't slide right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I get it, you know, but at the same time, you know, we talking fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm sorry that Dak Prescott got hurt, you know. I mean, I had him a a lot in most of my leagues, so that really, really, you know, put a ding on me. But also, Joe Burrow coming in at number 12, that's amazing. Uh, Herbert is right there at 15, and, hey, Herbert is up and coming, bro. This guy is going to be a superstar in this league. Um for those of us who play Dynasty or Keeper, look at the last three games, 24 points, 27, 38. And this is in leagues where touchdowns are worth four four points per pass. Right. Um, so, I mean, I was able to trade uh, for Joe Burrow today. So here's what I did, bro. 
I had a bye week with Kyle Murray, right? And I had Dak Prescott. Somebody dropped Dak Prescott. So I picked up Dak Prescott in the Keeper League, and I sent Dak Prescott and John Brown, and I was able to get Joe Burrow and Mike Davis. I think that was a pretty, pretty solid deal because at the end of the day, if Joe Burrow ends up becoming a top seven quarterback, or even if he stays top 12, that's a lot of value right there to then trade Joe Burrow. If not, I'll let him go back into the but, draft. Pool. You know what I'm yeah, saying? the only thing about Joe Burrow, though, is and I, and I get what you're saying, but I mean, I think once games get competitive, then, you know, then he won't. You know, once the team is a, once he has a competitive team around him, then maybe he won't be getting all these points. You know, yeah, that's uh, true. Where, where they're where they're coming where they're coming back, and then you get to see what is Joe Burrow really made of. I mean, that's, I mean, the guy is just launching it right now, but right. you know and, what? And if you look in real life, he's up there in passing yards. I think he's like top three in passing yards. He has to be. So, so, so I mean, you can't sleep on that. And I told you, I like those quarterbacks that you know, pass the ball when they're losing. So we got another question. Let's go ahead and pull this up. Um, it says, need some advice on a trade offer. Um, RQ, if you could help me out. Yeah, so what is it? What is the trade offer? Right. So let us know what the trade offer is, and, you know, we'll be able to oh, help you out. Hey, um, hey, one thing, Manny. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Hey, hey, one thing, man, if you were, if you look at last year's stats, mm -hmm. um, um, that's something that I looked at before going into the season. And, and that's why I kind of had uh, Murray as uh, I had him in my top five as quarterbacks. Oh, I, had at his, I, had him, I had him in my top three to be you had him in your top three. Top I had him in my top five. I still had Dak ahead of him. I had, um, you know, Lamar and Patrick uh, ahead of him. And I also was struggling with uh, Russell Wilson. So I had him in my top five, bro. To be to me, bro, I honestly forgot about Russell Wilson. I always forget about Russell. <laughs> but he finished. Oh, Kyler finished seventh in points last year. So okay. so maybe so maybe you know saying if we're looking at Burrow and we see what he does this year, you know, yeah. bro. But like what like what? I, okay, for me, bro, I'm not rocking with Burrow. I mean, I'm keeping Kyler Murray, but for somebody like you know, it's gonna be somebody that has Drew Brees or Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. gonna be begging me. For Burrow, you know, if not, they'll have to waste a first round pick or second round pick to get him. All right, would you say yes or no? Okay, all right. So we got the question up here. Uh, Tommy, I'll let you read this one. I'm getting Zeke, Mike Evans, Chase Edmonds, and Des Bryant for CMC. <laughs> My running backs are Aaron Jones, CMC, Eckler, and Gibson. My wide receivers are Lockett, Ridley, and Claypool. Yeah, uh, Bro, hell yeah. no. Uh-huh. I said, hell no. You won't take it? No. All right, so let me ask you this. Is this redraft or is this dynasty or keeper? Because if this is dynasty, matter. then you want to consider. But I don't. Still, I, don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't want – I listen, I mean, Mike Evans and Zeke – Chase Edmonds and Des Bryant don't even matter. Yeah, those um, two don't matter. So, yeah, it don't even matter. You can, uh, yeah, it's not enough. It's not enough. Yeah, you're right. You had to open up my eyes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mike Evans with that whole situation out there. Right. So, yeah, it's a no. It's a no for, for us. Uh, it's for, a no. Yeah, I mean. And, and and listen, do you think do you think uh, Jerry Jones is, is happy with what Zeke is doing right now? Nah, he's uh, not I, happy. I, I, at but, all. 
But then again, you know, Dallas is going to retool that offensive line. You know, people consider Zeke a top three running back. So here's my rankings. Here's my ranking. I got CMC, okay, usually Saquon Barkley, but now I don't trust Barkley anymore. Then I usually have uh, Kamara at number three, right? Then I have Dalvin Cook at four and then Zeke at five. So I've always thought of Zeke to be a top five guy. When his guys are healthy. Give, now, give, it, give it to me again. Give me your, your five again. So my five, I have CMC, Saquon Barkley. This is before the season started. Saquon Barkley, uh, Kamara, Dalvin Cook, then Zeke. That's, okay. that's how I rank them. You know, some people rank them differently. But now, bro, I'm kind of off that Saquon Barkley train. But so he says, I was concerned with CMC having to split touches with Mike Davis. Mike Davis is a nobody, okay? (laughs) You right now, (laughs) Mike Davis couldn't even beat out David Montgomery in Chicago, okay? Mike Davis just happens to be a product of the system. He can catch the ball very, very well. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why Mike Davis was able to produce. So you don't have to worry about CMC splitting touches with Mike Davis. As Joel Embiid would say, he's a nobody. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. right. I think I think you should be happy that Mike Davis is there to spell uh, CMC at times, but it's not going to take away from CMC. I think it'll actually make him better. Be honest right. with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, CMC man, you can tell that we are big CMC fans. I think CMC is the one player that I'm willing to give up a lot to get. Okay, mm-hmm. you missed. I don't know if you missed this when I said it. Um, I just made a trade for CMC and I gave up. Um, Calvin Ridley, uh, Melvin Gordon, and um, what's his name? So, yeah, CMC. All right, man. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, be sure to subscribe to the page. Uh, we're going to have more more uh, great shows coming up. So now we want to dive into the running backs, Tommy. Let's look at who the uh, top 12 running backs are. And uh, I believe that some of the guys on this list is going uh, to shock you, man. Yeah, and some of your stats are misleading. Yeah, stats. I mean, stats are stats. Because of your bye weeks. Yeah, you know, bye weeks. And, you know, I'm just looking at just total overall points. I wish I could just get, like, the averages because the averages are, are, you know, everything. But Yahoo doesn't have averages. ESPN does. But ESPN also has the six touchdown per pass, you know. So that kind of, like, messes up some of the stuff. All right. So you got this. Hey, appreciate you, man. Sub. Turned on. Notice. Hey, appreciate you, man. For real. Uh, so, Tommy, man, we look at the running backs, and the thing, the first thing that jumps out, okay, you got Kamara number one, okay? I knew that Kamara was going to be a top three back this year. I knew that Kamara was going to be back. So, Kamara's yeah. number one, right? Every yeah. year, if you look at Kamara, you see that he catches about 80-something patches, I mean, uh, 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 receptions every single year, right? Yeah. So, then you look at James Robinson. Mm-hmm. James Robinson is at number two. I understand the bye weeks and all that. He's finally on. That's, his- but that's but that's great for uh, undrafted. undrafted rookie. Yeah, yeah. Undrafted rookie, man. I, it's blowing my mind that James Robinson literally came out of nowhere. And you know, he's doing really good. Football. It's all about time and opportunity, you know. And I blame us who don't usually go and grab these guys. You know, we were hearing James Robinson, James Robinson, right? But we didn't go grab him. What did we do? Like, ah, he's going to suck. You know, he's a nobody. He's this, he's that. But he, the, the dude has been amazing. And, yes, yes. and he plays for a sorry team, which I do love. Like I said, when you play for a sorry team, you have opportunity to get a lot of stats. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's all fantasy is about. I don't care about good, great players. I'm, I care about stats, okay? And James Robinson, I was able to trade Josh Allen to get James Robinson. 
And when I did that, everybody thought I was crazy. Now, granted, I had Patrick Mahomes already. So, you know, why not try to trade to get something? And the only guy willing to trade was willing to give me James Robinson. So I took that deal. You got Ezekiel Elliott at number three, Derrick Henry at number four, Aaron Jones at number five, Kareem Hunt at six, Dalvin Cook at seven, Todd Gurley at eight, Mike Davis at nine, Clyde edwards at 10, Chris Carson at 11, Ronald Jones at 12. So this, these are your top 12 backs, okay? Some mm-hmm. names jump out, Mike Davis, um, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, man. I mean, Rojo. <laughs> Rojo, man, shocked the world. Shock the world. Rojo's doing his thing, and I can't hate. But does it does it shock you when when they're able to listen the uh, the receivers they have, the tight end, you know, the passing options? Does it does that really shock you? I mean, you know what? All that is great, but to be honest, bro, I didn't think that Ronald Jones was going to be a factor. Do you know that he is the he's the the only running back this year to have three games of a, of hundred yards or three games of hundred yards back to back to back? It's some kind of stat like that. Okay. So, because I know Henry, you know, Henry but, that, but that, but that's, but that's when the, um, that's when the uh, offense started to uptick and pick up, yeah, right? You know, so, and, the then, up- and then they gave him, you know, and then also at the same time, um, uh, Fournette got hurt, you know, Fournette, yeah. But yeah. everybody thought that Fournette was going to be the guy, but see, I knew that Fournette was trash. Yeah, from, you said from, from Jacksonville. And I give you that. You call that one. I give you that. I don't think that they needed Fournette, but they bring in Fournette as security. I don't think they really trusted Ronald Jones. The coach, the coach will always say, oh, Ronald Jones is our guy, but you go bring in LaShawn McCoy. Yeah, he's old, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then you go draft uh, Vaughn. Then you go ahead and pick up. So all this time, Ronald Jones has been fighting, man. He's like that lady from Color Purple. All her <laughs> life been fighting all his life he's been fighting he's been fighting for an opportunity yeah. i mean he's been called trash i mean he was a tossing for me in a deal well um, let's 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 go down it and let's start it let's start at one let's give let's give you um well you you actually already talked about uh kamara let me give you my um let me give you my opinion of uh of robinson oh uh, let me talk about kamara too so okay. t- for, for one with kamara and i know he averages about 80 80 catches a season correct mm-hmm Right. I also I also think he's benefit he benefited from um from the number one guy not being there uh uh whatever his name is um James Robinson have you seen him play have you actually uh, watched him play yeah, watched him play bro he's, the guy is scrappy bro he, he, he's scrappy I want to say that he has the potential to be special I I think he does too right now I think he um bro, I'm he, not he's strong he's strong he, he's, he's super strong he's and perfect. I I'm not he's sure if he is I'm not sure if he's playing. Uh, above his potential with his scrappiness mm-hmm. or if he hasn't even reached it yet i haven't seen enough of him mm-hmm. i actually hate the jaguar so i'm rooting against him but but i do recognize how how good he he really is but then uh, but then you know what though fournette put up numbers too so and you think fournette sucks so who knows maybe this guy is really not as good as his his numbers his numbers now look better than most of fournette's uh seasons okay. in jacksonville Okay. And, and you and you're not hearing all the all the nonsense from from this guy that Fournette had. You know, Fournette had a lot of nonsense, had a lot of run-ins, uh, a lot of craziness going on. You know, um, so you're not hearing that. So that's good for Jackson. Um, Zeke, what's your opinion of Zeke this year? Zeke, to be honest, bro, uh, Zeke is a phenomenal talent. I mean, it's hard for me to like him because I'm a 
Redskins fan, Washington football team fan. So it's, it's hard to like Zeke, but hey, the, the guy can play. If you look at the first few games, I mean, 27 points, 22, 17, 20, 23, 12. You know, I think that was, you know, the, the first game without uh, Dak. Zeke has been consistent. And honestly, bro, I didn't think that Zeke was going to be able to be as consistent as he's been with you know, all these guys that they have in a passing game and then the defense being bad, but somehow, some way he continues to impress. Okay. And I think the biggest thing about Zeke uh, the last couple of years is that he's been a great receiver out the backfield. Yes. So if you're out the backfield, I mean, it, it just bodes well for you. You know what I'm saying? So he's really taking that next step, that next level, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I really like Zeke this year, man. Um, we're going to skip over Derrick Henry. We all know what Derrick Henry brings to the table. Uh, I mean, the guy already has seven rushing touchdowns already, and then he's becoming more of a factor out the backfield. Talk to me about Aaron Jones. He's a guy that we both kind of hated, but now we're kind of like regretting that we don't have him in any leagues. Talk to me about Aaron yeah. Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones, um, this is my opinion. Um, I just didn't see him being that consistent. I didn't think of him um, as that guy. I don't even think the Green Bay Packers really thought of him as that. I think that's why they drafted uh, Dylan uh, at the spot they did. And, um, but hey, man, good for Aaron Jones. You know, at times, Aaron Jones has looked like uh, the second best player on the team at times. You know, I know he's probably the, you know, the third or fourth best player on the team, best player on the offense. But at the same time, at, at times, Right. Uh, especially, uh, especially a lot of times last year, he looked like the second best offensive player on the team. They, actually, last year he looked better than, he was, than Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Tommy, hold that thought for a second. We got a question or a comment. Um, he said, "Buy low on Chase Emmons." Yes, 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 yes a thousand yeah. times yes. Uh, I'll let you talk about this one before I give my own comments. Okay. All right, so uh, going into the season, um, I saw what Drake did last year, and I thought that, hey, you know, uh, you know, as soon as this guy got away from Gase, you know, that he was going to, you know, you know, this is who he really is. And right. uh, I thought that coming into the season, obviously I was wrong. Um, Kenyon Drake has, 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 to me, has disappointed. He has had better games the last uh, two or three uh, mm-hmm. games, and now he's hurt. Right. Um, but Edmonds was already coming on as the pass catcher and uh, at times looked, looked, you know, especially in the beginning of the season, he looked to be uh, uh, running uh, better and harder than, uh, than than Kenyon Drake. So one thing about buying low on Chase Edmonds, I'm not sure if, if, if Chase Edmonds has a good go of it, I'm not sure that Kenyon Drake gets that, that number one job back. So, yes, I buy low. So he says, should I trade Freeman for him? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. A thousand times. Yes. Yeah. Go get Chase Edmonds. Uh, buy low. We we're actually going to get into some of our buy low and sell candidates. Yeah. Chase Edmonds is one of my top uh, buy uh, candidates. Um, he's I mean, Chase Edmonds to me. I didn't think that Drake would have a good season. Honestly, I thought it was just a fluke. Um, he did do some great things, but then I was like, okay, with Hopkins coming in and, and you know Kirk and the development of this passing game, I felt there'll be more of a passing team. But at the same time, I felt that Chase Edmonds fits what they like to do in the passing game rather than Drake. So it's not that Drake is a bad player. I just didn't really think that he fits. So for me, I wasn't buying Drake anywhere. Um, yeah, and I think that Drake sucks. 
on top of that. So I was drafting Chase Edmonds late in drafts, but I just couldn't hold on because of, you know, bench space and things of that nature. Um, yeah, so, it's you know, it's just, it's just crazy to me uh, that, you know, a lot of us was wrong about uh, Drake, so I can't fault you for that. All right, we got another question. Tommy, you can read this one. I have the number one waiver spot. Do I ride with Jamal Williams, hoping Jones sits, and Damian Harris, or do I go get hasty or hide? <laughs> you know what, bro? I would say go and get Hyde first and then Hasty. Okay. Because the way that I look at that whole backfield, okay. First of all, Carson is going to, he's week to week. So I'm thinking Carson misses at least two weeks. He's not going to miss three weeks because they didn't put him on IR. Okay. So for me, I would say go and pick up a Hyde with that number one waiver. And then you can still hope that Jamal Williams is still the guy. I'm in that same boat with you. I have Jamal Williams as my RB2 because, you know, Christian McCaffrey's hurt. But at the same time, I put my waiver claim in for Hyde first, then for Hasty second. With Hasty, you got McKinnon, who has not been playing well the last three weeks. But then at the same time, you don't know what's going to happen in that San Francisco backfield. It's just it's too it's too muddy. It's too muddy. So I would say Hyde first, Hasty second. Tommy? I go uh I'm surprised we have the same answer on that. I would go hide and I would go hasty. Uh I don't think about if I get hasty, I am seeing if I can get um Tevin uh Tevin Coleman as well. So keep a lookout for Tevin Coleman. He still says IR, so you might be able to get him All right. for free. Bro, I was not trying to say Tevin Coleman because I'm playing several leagues with you, but uh-huh. <laughs> we are Listen, thinking- I already got him though. Hey, we're thinking the go, same. Go go check my IR spot. See who's in there looking at you. Oh man, you're welcome, bro. All right, uh, let me see. All right, uh, it's not, I also have Mixon, but I see him playing uh, with the bye uh, next week. So, yeah, with Mixon, man, uh, I'm not a big Mixon guy, but Mixon is capable of 10 to 15 points consistently. Um, so consistently, I would say inconsistently. Well, I don't know, man, it's neither here nor there, but um. Okay, so you don't see him playing. Yeah, I, I don't know if I mix and plays either. So. I don't see him playing either. Yeah, so for those people who have Giovanni Bernard, me, and uh, Williams, I'm hoping that Aaron Jones and Mixon get healthy, but take your time. Take your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, Hyde's hamstring, it doesn't worry me. Um, I think he'll be healthy enough to play. The thing with Hyde is Hyde is hungry to play. He wants to prove himself. You know, he's on a one-year deal. So I think Hyde plays, and I think Hyde is really going to show what he has to offer. I believe that Hyde played very well when he was in San Francisco, being a pass catcher out the backfield. The new element to the Seattle um, Seahawks offense is the running backs are catching passes. So I do understand they have Homer, Travis Homer out there. They have uh, um, is it Tavis Homer or Travis Homer? Travis. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Travis. And then they have that other guy, DJ Dallas, who I love. I love DJ Dallas, but I think that Hyde is the guy. Hyde is the guy to own, and I'm not worried about his hamstring. You, Tom? Not worried about the hamstring at all. Yeah. So, yes, sir. Please subscribe. Smash the smash the uh, smash the bell, so that way you guys can get content when we put them out. Um, so yeah, Tommy, you was talking about um, Aaron Jones. Okay, let me give you some numbers. First game, 17. Second game, 45. We know those what those 45-point games look like when he you know rushes for over 150 yards 
a couple scores and then receives the ball. You know what I'm saying? Catches some some passes. Then he has 16, 22, then 13, then he was out. So he's been very consistent. And when he blows up, he blows up. Okay. Sure. There were some stats that they put up for Aaron Jones. They said that Aaron Jones is one of the guys that is producing at a high clip over several different guys that they mentioned. And you'll be surprised who's on that list. So Aaron Jones, man, he's becoming a household name. Um, I know that they had to bring in some guys to kind of make him take his game to a whole nother level. Yeah, I, I'm Aaron, a believer in Aaron Jones now. I, yeah. I am now a believer. Bro, I'm buying Aaron Jones. I'm putting Aaron Jones into that same level in fantasy that I have Henry and, and some of these you know, top, top top tier guys, including Nick Chubb. I'm a believer in Nick Chubb now. I'm a believer in Aaron Jones. And they're like in that top eight running backs that I can build my franchise if I'm doing dynasty or whatever. I can build around these guys. So, yeah, Aaron Jones, we are sorry. We apologize if you're listening. Uh, we are believers. We are believers. Um, <laughs> uh, what you think about Kareem Hunt, man? I think Kareem Hunt is. Cream Hunt has proven that Kansas City didn't make him. You know, he he he's not a, he he wasn't just a product of Kansas City. Cream right. Hunt is a is a is a talent. Uh, the only thing he's special. The only thing is he is a talent that that's gonna be uh, limited by Chubb. And mm-hmm. I, I you know so in in the backfield with with those two, Chubb, to me Chubb is a guy to have. But Cream yeah. Hunt. I don't think you can look. I don't. I, he's no scrub. I, I think you can still look at him as um, almost a, almost an RB two, or mm-hmm. but but definitely a flex. Yeah. So you know, definitely I'm a flex. Mad, I'm kind of mad that I drafted Kareem Hunt in a lot of places, especially in Dynasty. But what pissed me off the most is that he signed that deal. I drafted him, banking that he'll go somewhere else. That's why I drafted. How long him. is the deal? Yeah. So. Huh? A two year, it's a two year deal, but it's just two more years that I gotta wait. You know what I'm saying? So I felt that Kareem Hunt can be a franchise back somewhere else. You know, just imagine had he gone to a team that lacks running backs and they have a pretty good offense. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that didn't happen. So um, just two more years of this back and forth with Chubb. So I bought Chubb this year for next year. Now. I'm kind of stuck. I have Chubb in a few, and then I have Kareem Hunt in a few, and I don't know what to do. So, but I'm keeping both. And if I'll I get the both to the trade, then I'll make the trade. They they <laughs> both seem they both seem like they're like they're gonna get the points. Uh, the the quarterback sucks, you know. Mm-hmm. So the quarterback sucks, and, and the offense doesn't work if the running game isn't going. So I I think you keep both. I think they're both viable. So there's two more guys I want to talk about on this list, and we got to get into receivers and then get into our buy and sell segment. Um, so uh Dalvin Cook, what do you think? I don't trust Dalvin Cook okay. at all. I mean, I, I think he's the talent is there. I mean, if you if you get the guy, he's gonna, you know, when he's producing, he's gonna produce for you. I, I just I I don't trust Dalvin Cook to, to okay. you know, listen, I think well, when you draft Dalvin Cook. Just know that there's going to be games that he doesn't play. So you know when he's on, he's on. You when you draft Alvin Cook, you get another get another guy. You know, saying so make sure you have an RB three and an RB four. But when he, you draft Alvin Cook, get another guy, and then you also draft Madison. There you go. Yeah, you got to have Madison. And if you look at the games that Dalvin Cook has played in this year, he's only missed one game so far. So far. Um. So twenty one points, seventeen, twenty five. 
28-19. And he's doing this on a terrible team in terms of they have to pass the ball a lot to come back. Right. So to still produce, like, bro, first game, two touchdowns, one touchdown, one touchdown, two touchdowns, one. So he scores a touchdown every single game. That's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive. You know, you play in uh, five games and you and you produce seven touchdowns. <laughs> I mean. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's great. great. At the same time, it's going to spur that injury to happen because, you know, because of the usage. So they got to find a way to use him and Madison more. You know, if you're giving Dalvin Cook 20 carries, you got to give the other 10 to the other guy. And, you know, if you're giving Dalvin maybe shorten his touches because he's really effective and he get, he has pretty good um, average per carry. So he's definitely a guy that you want to protect. I mean, that's your franchise. But he's showing that he definitely can be more healthy than he's been in the past. So, I, I mean, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. But I, I mean, I don't trust him, but in certain leagues, I'll take a shot at him. Uh, let's talk about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Then we'll move on. Um, I, I love Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I think that's the guy that you want in that backfield. I know that they uh, grabbed the other guy. Um, mm-hmm. I would say uh, this is a great time to see if you can get him in a dynasty league, you know, because um, I believe that he, he's the guy. He's the guy. Right. I believe in him. I think he's great. I know he has some some, some down uh, games or whatnot. Um, I think he's only had the two hundred yard games, just the first one, and then um, like the one like a, a week or two ago. Right. Um, I get that, but at the same time, you know, it's 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 having a guy that could that could explode for uh, a crazy amount of points, you know. Mm-hmm. So I so I like that. I I, I like guys who uh, who who have a high ceiling. You know, I like that. I like to have that on my team. Okay. Um, do you believe in Le'Veon Bell? Yes or no? Uh, yes, but I okay. think, but but I don't think that's going to take away from Clyde. It was Do you think that Le'Veon Bell gives more fantasy or more real life impact? Uh, more real life impact. I think uh, so. One one thing one thing is I don't think that they're looking at Le'Veon as um. As uh, I don't think they're looking at him, looking at him as their future. So I think that one thing they'll do is protect Hilaire. I think mm-hmm. they'll they'll make sure they include him and basically include him as as um, you know a, a part of the team moving forward, as opposed to um, you know a guy that's just that's just there for for now and then leaving on because Le'Veon is not gonna want to be the number two next mm-hmm. year. He's gonna want to be the guy again. Not only that, he's gonna want to pay that, and right. and uh, Kansas City isn't gonna give it to him. Okay, all right. So let's look at these wide receivers real quick, and then we'll break down a few of them. So you got DeAndre Hopkins at number one. No surprise there. I told you that he was gonna be the guy, and I want to say that I was right. You were right. Um, so uh, you got DeAndre Hopkins. You have Tyler Lockett at two. You have Calvin Ridley at three. Devon Diggs at four. Amari Cooper at five, your guy. Um, Thielen at six. Roby Anderson at seven. Tariq Hill at eight. Um, Tyler Boyd at nine. Terry McLaurin, my guy, at 10. Allen Robinson at 11, another one of my guys. And then Will Fuller at 12. I mean, that's an amazing list. And guess who's number uh, 13? DJ Moore. Oh, yeah. yeah. So when I look at this list, 
I see star power. I see mega mega stars. I mean, the wide receiver position, if you look at it, they're producing more than the running backs. I trust receivers more this year than running backs. Just because the running backs with the injuries, the injuries is really what gets me. So I'd rather have my like my running backs be guys like Miles Gaskins and you know <laughs> James Robinson, people like that that I can find right. off the waiver wire and they become something. And then Go get guys like DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams, who is – bro, Devontae Adams is number 14. And he's missed, like, what, two two or three games? Yeah. The it's guy crazy. is phenomenal. Like, he had a monster game one and then a monster last game. You know, 41 and 44 points. So he's missed three weeks and he's, and he's, he's still – You know what I'm saying? He's just that he's, – he's that dude. And he's a guy that I like. And you, we all know that Aaron Rodgers is playing un- unbelievable this season. Uh, Aaron Rodgers not, this guy. But Devontae Adams, he misses games. It's, he, one, it's one of those things that you got that, that, that comes with that package. That's, yeah. you know, it's, uh, like, it's like this. If you're going to have Devontae Adams, he's kind of like the equivalent of Dalvin Cook right now. At this right. stage in their careers, that's who he is. And yeah. You gotta have guys that you draft later on as sleepers. Like if people have listened to my sleeper episodes, I mentioned guys like Will Fuller. You know, I mentioned guys like Brandon Cooks because I knew that one of those guys were gonna be the guy. And so far, it's been like they've been taking turns. Um, I also mentioned guys like um, Jamison Crowder. Um, I mentioned guys like you know the rookies, Justin Jefferson. I'm a big Justin Jefferson guy. I drafted him everywhere. So. There's so many receivers that you can kind of like get away with drafting Devontae Adams, even if you drafted him in the first round. Just know that when he's healthy and when he's on his game, you can have that one game that wins your week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel about Devontae Adams. I feel like, to me, when he's healthy, he's the best receiver in fantasy because Rodgers is going to target him 15 to 18 times. He's not afraid. Think about it. Everybody drafted wide receivers but the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I understand that Lazard is out and they believe in Lazard. Marquez Valdez, Scantlin sucks. Alimony's gone. Uh, St. Brown sucks. Um, St. Brown sucks. So, you know, but based off of production and, uh, you know, targets and opportunity, Devontae Adams. So he's I'm kind of glad that he's up on that list. I will fully so back up because I'm this this list is actually pretty surprising. Yeah. So go back to the top. Yeah, go back to the top. All right. So we have DeAndre Hopkins. I would I would have never guessed that Lockett was was number two. I would have well never he had that, that monster, he had that monster game. Like he <laughs> bro, he put up 53 points. Oh wow. Wow. And mind oh, wow. you, this he is he had 200 yards. Yes. Jesus. Oh, yes. I, oh, I kicked somebody's behind in this one league, man. <laughs> in Warzone 3 League, I was able to win that just because of Lockett, man. Hey, what's up, Jose, man? What's going on? What's up, James? Oh, what's I got up, Calvin Ridley really and Lockett on, on one team uh, with Derrick Henry. Jeez, whiz. All right. So we have a question. He said, should I trade? For Amari Cooper, oh, should, mm. should he trade Amari Cooper? I think yeah. it, it depends on what you're trading him for. I would yeah. keep him, but uh, because I don't think you're gonna get, um, I don't think you're gonna get fair market value for him right now. So me, I would keep him. Right. So uh, James, man, we kind of talked about this earlier. 
he's for keeping Amari Cooper. I'm for trading him, not just because I'm a Redskins fan. I do own Dallas Cowboys players on my, you know, on my squad. But I just feel like Dallas is just so terrible right now. But Tommy makes a great point that Amari Cooper is a target monster still. Um, so, you know, I was able to trade Terry McLaurin for Amari Cooper. I mean, Amari Cooper for Terry McLaurin before, um, I think it was before week two. And then once I did that, Amari Cooper went off. And I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. But at the same time, I think you should trade him. I mean, if you can get fair value. But I'm, I, I, I agree with Tommy. If you don't get fair value, you do not make the trade. So, yeah, man, Tyler Lockett, man, he had this amazing game, man. Wow, 200 um, yards? Yeah. Wow. The last time somebody put up 53 points that was a non-quarterback was Jerry Rice. Jesus. <laughs> In fantasy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, hey, but at the same time, Devontae Adams can do this, though. This is the kind of game that Devontae Adams can have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, Ridley's, Ridley has finally become uh, – but they've always claimed he would be, you know, they've been saying he was going to take over that number one spot. He's, he's finally starting to, to really mm -hmm. get there. All right. So Tommy, we got another question right here. He goes, I need a running back. And what can I get for Singletary and Amari Cooper combined? Um, I know it's a stretch, but I really need an RB two. So let me tell you a funny story before I answer your question. When the season started, um, I was trying to move Amari Cooper and Singletary for Cooper Cup. That would have been a huge mistake because at that time I was thinking, you know, it's before week one. I'm thinking the Cooper Cup from last year. I'm thinking the offense from last year, and that wasn't it. So realistically, I think you can trade Amari Cooper and Singletary right now for a guy like, you might not like it, James Robinson. Let me not get James Robinson for that. You might because, bro, people look at names. Names are sure. everything. Singletary is a name. You know, Amari Cooper is a name. You know, all right, you, so 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 let's let's assume. All right, try that, Mr. James. You yeah, should definitely try that. You try but, it. I mean, okay, but let's assume let's right. assume the guys he's in the league with are aren't stupid. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then, so so then, who should he try to get? Okay, so he said he already has he already has uh, uh, James Robinson. So okay. oops, he's on a bye week. So he still needs another running back. So man, so you need an RB two. Well, you got Antonio Gibson, who's on an upswing. He's on a bye week right now, but Antonio Gibson is a guy. I don't. He has some potential. He's an RB two. He's I think he's like RB seventeen right now in that range. So he's a guy. You know, if, if you're really desperate for a running back, you want to get guys like Jonathan Taylor, who's an RB two. Um, you know, Antonio Gibson. I'm naming guys that I have on my particular team right now. I have a bunch of RB twos. Uh, you know. So, yeah, I mean, you can definitely – I mean, Amari Cooper and Singletary can definitely get you a high-end RB2, in my opinion. That's wow. anywhere between a top 13 to a top 18. I think I think it, it can be done. It can be done. If I was you, I would target um, a Gaskin. Well, yeah, I mean um... – that's probably Gaskin. not the guy you want. But I would say Gaskin or Ronald Jones. Right. Um, well, Ronald Jones is an RB one, a low end RB one. Yeah, but but people are you know people are still lowing because of the, because of the name. I would right. even say maybe a Miles Sanders. So Jose says that he likes uh, Le'Veon Bell this week versus the Jets. 
Um, I think that's a revenge game. I think that's a game that Le'Veon Bell goes ham. Um, he also likes uh, Henry Ruggs this week. Yeah, I like both guys this week. I, I like Le'Veon Bell a lot this week. He's gonna have a lot to prove. He's gonna like. He's gonna want to stick it to the Jets this week, man. What do I, you think, Tommy? I like that too. I also have two other names for Mister Martin, and that is Darrell Henderson is somebody you may actually be able to get, and that's a right. good RB two. And DeAndre Swift. Those two guys, I would try those. Uh, yeah, I, I like I like Bill. He might be able to get those guys cheaper too. Like he that's can, what I'm saying. He can probably trade Amari Cooper. By like yeah. Amari Cooper would get you either one of those guys. Yeah, I know somebody offered me Amari Cooper for for uh, Henderson. You can have him. <laughs> <laughs> you can have him. If somebody uh, who was the other guy you said Swift. Swift. Now Swift is a guy you got to move swiftly. You got you. Hey. You better move swiftly, man, because after this week, Swift is no longer, you know, he's he's going to become a household name. So you want to get Swift now. And I think that Amari Cooper standalone um, value to definitely get Swift. Because, yeah. you know, they're thinking two games, two games in a row, you know. So, yeah, pretty good advice right there, man, for the free 99. Yes, sir. All right. So we were talking about um, – Tyler Lockett. So Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley has looked good this season. And um, he's definitely a guy that I like a lot this season. And um, he's on his thing. I think he is uh, number three right now. And in, in certain leagues, he's number uh, two or three based on scoring. Right. You know, if you're in a league where you get bonus, then hey, he goes, I need a wide receiver that's going off this week. So um, what are your options? Are you looking for a trade? Are you looking um, for a sleeper? Because there's tons of sleepers that can go off. A guy, um, we're going to tap into our uh, buy, buy, or, uh, buy and sell guys. Uh, you want to buy Nelson Aguilar. This is the time to buy Nelson Aguilar because if you look at it, he has a great rapport right now with Derek Carr. I think he's uh, scored in three straight games. He has like four touchdowns in the last maybe six or something like that. So Aguilar is a guy that you can buy cheap. And um, he's going to produce because even though Henry Ruggs is out there, you still need a guy on the other side. And Aguilar has had that connection with Derek Carr. Hey, Jose, uh, if you're going to go in and try to trade for him, say, say he's on somebody's team, mm -hmm. uh, one, one thing that I would try to do is to go in and ask for the guy's best receiver first, or I right. would act for one of the better receivers, and right. then act like you're settling for Aguilar. That way, you, you, it doesn't seem like you're coming in, and he believes, okay, well, you obviously you value whatever you're trading better than you value that. So, right. um, uh, yeah, so definitely uh, try to go in like that if you if he's not uh, a free agent. Mm -hmm. So Tristan Castle said, "Do I play Brandon Ayuk this week?" Yes. Yes. Versus Seattle, yes. Yeah. There's no Debo Samuels. Brandon yeah. Ayuk, I'm trying to get this guy right now. I try to uh, sucker this guy into trading me Ayuk <laughs> for, uh, for our Debo Samuels. He says, this trade makes no sense. <laughs> so, yeah, Brandon Ayuk, he's on my buy now candidate. Um, he's going to produce the rest of the way. And Seattle is dumpster trash in terms of pass defense. So, yes, you definitely want to start Brandon Ayuk. Listen, I know that's not how you spell that name, but but I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, a guy that you want to grab, especially now that he's on bye week, is Christian Kirk. Do you know oh, yeah. that Christian Kirk yeah. had four touchdowns in the last two games? 
I, I didn't know that, but but it makes sense. Yeah, so he's, he's he's good. If Kyler Murray is a number one quarterback in fantasy football, that means he is finding people. And outside of DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk is definitely a guy that you want to go grab. Okay. You read this one, Tommy. I have Jamison Crowder versus Kansas City, T. Higgins versus Tennessee, Hollywood Brown versus Pitt, Deontay Johnson versus um, Baltimore, and Brandon Ayuk. I need to pick two. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna count. I'm gonna stretch out Jamison Crowder because we don't know if he's actually gonna play. Yeah, but if he uh, plays, I'm starting him. If he plays, I'm starting him. Boys averaging 19 points a game. PPR. Um, T. Higgins. If T. I, I'm. I'm a. I'm. I'm a. Um. It depends on if Deontay Johnson is healthy. Uh, I don't think Baltimore really has. They haven't. Their defense hasn't played that well this year. They haven't played that well, but they're capable. They're, they are capable. They have uh, Humphreys. Isn't, isn't yeah. that the guy's name? Yeah, Humphreys yeah. and Peters. You know, Peters. two decent, two decent guys. Yeah, I, I still like Deontay Johnson. Yeah, uh, I like because he gets targets. He's a target monster. Imagine having a team of Amari Cooper and Deontay Johnson, and then breaking that up. That's what I did. Right. Which is very not smart of me, but. I mean, I believe that Terry McLaurin was worth it. But, yeah, I like Deontay Johnson this week. I'm starting him everywhere. And then T. Higgins versus Tennessee. Sorry, bro. No, no, no. No, I, I was – honestly, the people – the two I feel the most comfortable about is T. Higgins and Brandon Hayuk, to be honest with you. Okay. I just feel yeah. like Deontay is hurt. I, I I don't know why I think that. For some reason, I feel like he's hurt. Uh, I don't know about Jameson Crowder. He always seems to be hurt. And Hollywood, uh, I just don't trust him. I think Hollywood is just terrible – um, he doesn't get anything. I mean, Lamar Jackson. That that pairing just wasn't. I, I, I'll tell you, out of the out of the four here, mm-hmm. don't start Hollywood. Nah. And so Hollywood, that's the, that's the guy to not start. So yeah, Brandon Ayuk and T Higgins. Those are the two. Those are the two I like. Yeah, are the two. And we got a good question right here. He goes, "Should I go get Noah Fant for cheap?" Yes, 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 yes. And this is why. Noah Fant missed, what, two, maybe three games or two and a half games, and he is still the number 12 tight end in fantasy. How do you uh, games and you're still the number 12? So that means you're a tight end one. Uh, yeah, but he, he had a, a, a – pull his stats up. Okay, I'm not going to pull it because, up. Because I have Noah, and, and yeah. I'm looking like, what's going on, man? Yeah, you know? Noah, the thing with him this year has been health, okay? And if you – if you know, oh, he's been back the last two weeks. So yes, we'll no, come no, up. Let's see what's going on. Last week, but he's been back I'm like up. two weeks. Let me pull it up. I do know that he's a number twelve tight end because I just traded for him. I traded Evan Ingram and I got him. Uh, no offense, so I was excited about that. So yeah, he's only been back last week. He didn't play the game versus New England. He's been he, no, he played New England. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. I thought he was not healthy. Man, I don't know. Uh, or, or maybe he was supposed to come back. Maybe he did play. Maybe yeah, he, he didn't play. play. I know he didn't have any targets, but I, I'm almost, I almost yeah. thought he didn't play. All right. So when you look at the first week, okay, looking yes. at the targets, then yes, five catches, you know, 81 yards touchdown. Then five catches, four yards, 57 yards touchdown. Then you know, 10 targets. Okay, five receptions, 46 yards. And he played Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay. Okay, so I give him a pass there. Then you play the Jets. 
And, you know, you had six targets, five receptions, 35 yards, but then you win that game. So maybe they ran the ball. Yeah, that was a game where um, Melvin Gordon was doing his thing, and then Noah Fant got hurt. Yes, Noah Fant got hurt in this game. I remember that. Yes, he had to leave the field. So from that point on, the, the bye weekend in the, the New England game, he didn't play. He came back last week and played in the snow. Seven targets, three receptions for 38 yards. I think he blows up this week versus the Chargers. Um, go by Noah Fan. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right about Fan, and I need to get him. I need to put him back in my starting lineup. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like you buy him cheap, and then he can produce for you. This is a league where I traded away Darren Waller, right? So I trade away Darren Waller, and I go, I grab uh, Evan Ingram in that trade as a toss in, and then flip him for a top 12 tight end. That's how you trade. That trade was what brought me uh, Devontae Adams and Allen Robinson to add to DeAndre Hopkins. So that's how you build a team. Um, so he says, I don't know. Drew Luck is difficult. You never know what he's going to be uh, doing. He does He does like Albert O, and that was his tight end uh, from college. But I think that Noah Fant does his thing. I mean, but you're a Broncos fan, so you know better uh, about the Broncos than I do. Tommy, read this one. So Higgins and Ayuk are the safest. However, if Crowder – and Johnson are healthy. Play them. Um, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good to me. I don't. I don't see any losers. <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Yep. That's a good one right there. All right. Um, the next one I'll read. It says, "If A Rob is healthy, should I start A Rob or Metcalf?" A Rob plays New Orleans, and Metcalf plays. Who does Who does Seattle play? Like I, I gotta pull that up. Can't remember who Seattle plays, but I mean, bro, just looking at this, I'll take Metcalf over A Rob, even though the A Rob does get the targets, but it's Nick Foles. It comes down to do you trust Russell Wilson or do you trust Nick Foles? Man, yeah, I, I'm I'm in love with Metcalf this 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 year. I really yeah. am. I know you, you are. Know. So you're just biased to to everything. Yeah, I'm in love with Metcalf. <laughs> I still have Metcalf pulled up into the search. All right. <laughs> See, okay, they play San Francisco. Uh, I think they, I think Metcalf goes off versus San Francisco. There, there are two corners that come back, but at the same time, um, yeah, Metcalf, Metcalf all the way. Allen Robinson, he does have that concussion, like you said, if he's healthy. And then on top of that, New Orleans defense might step up versus Chicago because they don't want to lose to the Bears. So, um, when do y'all think that? Eckler will be back. It's going to be a while on Eckler, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe like two, three more weeks. Yeah. Yeah. About at least, I would say to be safe, three weeks. Three weeks. Um, next question says, don't sleep on Kittle on the uh, Seahawks defense. Yeah. Look, anybody. Okay. Definitely. Defense. Definitely. Yeah. You could put me and Tommy versus <laughs> Seahawks defense. And I think that we produce. Fairly well. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no disrespect to <laughs> NFL players. But, yeah, the Seahawks defense is just terrible. And especially with uh, Jamal Adams out, even though he doesn't play in coverage, he does help that defense. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to be better with Jamal than without Jamal. But right now that defense is so terrible. Yeah, I think Kittle has a good game versus Seattle. I start everybody versus the Seahawks. Look at Christian Kirk. He had two touchdowns. He had, like, four or five targets. Caught like two or three passes and had two scores. So yeah, Seattle is just that bad. They can't stop. See, anybody. Seattle's defense is actually somehow worse than the Cowboys. If yes. you can believe it. Yes. 
Yes, because at least the Cowboys have pass rush. Seattle doesn't have a pass rush. I don't even know what they have, bro. They have like 11 guys out there, and then they don't have their their, uh, 12s. You know, they're really missing their crowd. They feed off of energy. And uh, honestly, bro, I think Seattle loses the first game in the playoffs this year. We'll see. Yeah. Got to outscore them. Yeah, you got to outscore them. That's the key. You got That's the key. But I also think the teams will have – they'll probably make more stops. They'll make more stops. It, they they should, but Seattle is is loaded. You know, they're, right. they're, they're pretty loaded. Right. You read this one. Uh, I'm I'm not at the, I'm not at the computer. Okay. It says, I'll read the next one. Okay. It says everyone is starting Herbert, but I feel like Carr might have a game. Um, I do like Carr's matchup this week versus I think it's Cleveland. Um, but then I also like I can't go against Herbert, man. Herbert is just so hot right now. So, I mean, it can, way. it can go either way. Both are great choices this week. But if I was a betting man, I'll probably say Herbert. Yeah. Just, he's just too hot right now. I'm going Herbert. Yeah, he's too hot right now. Yeah. Carr is going to be a good play. <laughs> he says, I have Eckler. <laughs> yeah, I like Eckler. We love Eckler. We just need Eckler to be back healthy. That's a problem when you have these smaller backs. They take a few hits and then they're gone. And one thing about Eckler, I think when he comes back, I don't think they want him in that feature. Well, he's going to be the feature guy, but mm-hmm. they don't want him um, taking all those carries anymore. They're 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 really going to lean towards Kelly uh, when he gets back. Hey, I like Justin Jackson better than Kelly. I'm sorry, as a I, receiver, not as a runner. Okay, okay, because bro, Kelly. I, I I was believing in Kelly, man, and then he just didn't do it for me. And then Justin Jackson came in and, you know, this thing. There's this guy that I play fantasy with named uh, name, uh, Phil. I won't say his last name, but he loves Joshua Kelly, man. He loves Joshua Kelly. And it's just so funny that, you know, I'm able to trade Joshua Kelly to certain guys. Like, these rookies, man, sometimes you can use these rookies as, like, fillers to get your deals done. Like, oh, yeah. There are guys that play Dynasty, and then they're playing Redraft or Keeper, and they're thinking that it's a Dynasty. They have that Dynasty mentality. So I'm able to get over on these guys by just you know dangling some rookies in front of them. <laughs> well, you know what when you know what a guy likes, you definitely can get yeah. him there. Yeah, man. Because look, if I had Terry McLaurin, and then you you know you would go in a lot of areas, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about with me and Terry McLaurin is I'm not gonna overpay. Like I, I have my price, you know what I'm saying? So for me, I drafted Terry McLaurin in the fourth round, just about every single draft. Mm-hmm. Everything because I knew that was what he's worth. So when I traded Amari Cooper for him, I drafted Amari Cooper in the fifth round. So it just made sense for me. Let me ask you a question. Do you think I overpaid for Derrick Henry in our deal? No. At the time. At the time, yes. At the time, yes. But you know, you got your guy. It's all about getting your guy. And to be honest, I wasn't even too sure of Raheem Mostart, but man, those two games that he had. I was like, man, I got to go ahead and get this guy because he might keep this going. I think he had, like, what, three 20-point games back-to-back-to-back? To back to back? Something. It was nice. It was nice. So it was like, man, I said, let me go ahead and get this guy now, <laughs> you know. And then I, I messed up, you know. It just didn't work out for me. He says, I have Corey Davis. Do you think he's going to have a good week? I have Henry as well. Tommy, Titan Tommy, talk to him. <laughs> oh, I say yes. I was selling Manny this um, either earlier today or yesterday. Um I love Corey Davis this year. Um, as a wide receiver three, 
mm -hmm. flex option. Yeah, I like him because I think he's gonna. I think he's not only going to get catches. I think he's gonna be. Um, I think he's gonna be capable of getting uh, getting you touchdowns. Okay. And Henry, we just say, hey, Henry's gonna do the same. We already know what Henry's gonna do. So next question: What are your thoughts on the Patriots? Will Cam still be reliable? Get Stidham. Get Stidham. <laughs> Put him on your bench if you have if you have space. If you're in a multiple quarterback league. Yeah, it's time. It's time to pick Stidham up because right now you can get him for free. You can wait to two to two o five, like I am, and it will pick up Stidham, <laughs> park him on my bench, and laugh at the guys with Cam Newton and say, "Hey, I got tick, Cam in two tick, leagues, and it hurts. Tick tick tick. It hurts. Like one league is like a one quarterback league. So this look, I was trying to trade Cam Newton for uh, for Mike Davis." I just wanted Mike Davis for one week, and dude was like, dude told me, he says, Cam sucks. I says, you know what? I can't even argue with that right now. Like, he doesn't look good. I think ever since COVID, he hasn't looked good. I'm not saying that that's an excuse, because you got to look at the two games that he really went off on. You know, one was against uh, Seattle. Seattle, yeah, Seattle was one of them, for sure. And that's when he showed that he can pass the ball. And I think that's when uh, Edelman had a career high. And everybody was saying, oh, Cam Newton, you know, I tried to trade Cam Newton then, but the best I was getting was Malcolm Brown. So I was mad about that. <laughs> I was mad about that, man. But I was looking for a top 15 running back. And then this dude was dangling Malcolm Brown saying, hey, Malcolm Brown is top 15. But I didn't take that deal. I should have took the deal. Like Cam is just not, uh, not good right now. All right. So with this trade going on, where will Haskins go? Um, so trade trade deadline is coming up. Um, I don't think the Washington football team trades Haskins, um, honestly. And if they do, they probably don't do it this year. They should do it this year because, honestly, the guy's confidence is gone and they're going to be drafting a, a quarterback next year, most likely, or bringing somebody in in free agency. I just know that Haskins will not be the guy moving forward. So they should trade him, but I don't know if they do. I think Pittsburgh is a great location to sit. You can send him there. He gets to learn from one of the goats in Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is a very good quarterback, and they're similar in size and style. Honestly, they're not fast. They're strong, and they both have an arm. So I think Pittsburgh will be a great fit for this guy. Okay. I don't think they can trade Haskins because, um, you know, although he has potential – you also had to remember these first round picks are getting paid first round money. So he's he's probably getting 15 million, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then it only goes up the next year. And then what are you getting back for him? Are you getting a, a fourth, a fifth? I don't see you getting more than a fifth for him right now. What I'm saying is like, even if you're getting a fourth or a fifth, right? And if you're Pittsburgh, you do this deal, right? Mm -hmm with the hopes that you can fifth year Haskins if he becomes something. So he's on a rookie deal. When Big Ben comes off the books, guess what? You know, you got a, a rookie. If they, what if they like Mason Rudolph, though? Huh? What if they like Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph sucks, man. I, I think ever since Miles Garrett hit him in the head, um, he's just never been the same. So don't talk to me about Mason Rudolph, man. I mean, listen, I think Dwayne, for, for me, I like Dwayne Haskins. I just don't know if another team, and I definitely don't think Pittsburgh has the money. So if we're, if we're bringing up Pittsburgh, I, I doubt they have the money. 
just found out this channel. Keep up the good work. Just subscribe. Hey, thank you so much, man. We're going to be bringing so much more content, man. Tommy is a great co-host, and he's somebody that I bring on the show often. So, yeah, man, thank you so much for the uh, for the sub and the love as well. Um, I really need Jerry Judy to go off. Uh, you think this week, this is a week? Um, I'm going to take this one, Tommy, and then I'm going to let you. Yeah, go ahead. I think that Tim Patrick is y'all's best receiver as of right now. Jerry Judy was my favorite wide receiver coming into this draft. Okay. I love Jerry Judy. I love his route running. I was really hoping that my team would have drafted Jerry Judy. So I'm pulling for Jerry Judy. I, I, that, that's my guy. Um, is this the week? It possibly could be. Um, I just think that he just continues to get better. But uh, we all have been waiting for Jerry Judy to blow up. He just had that one catch versus the Jets that made us, you know, see a little flash of what Jerry Judy can become. What do you think, Tommy? No. Okay. <laughs> he just. <laughs> no. After I say all these great things about my guy, you just say no, man. I, no, I, but listen, I think I think Jerry's talented. I think. Patrick is the guy that's going to get the, the, the catches right now. It's crazy because, um, you know, you would think that uh, Hamler and, and Jerry would be the, you know, more so the guys, but I, I believe in Jerry. I really do. I think, but I think next year is his time or maybe the back half of the season, you know, maybe your last five or six games. I think he's, I think he's immensely talented. I think he's been held back by the quarterback play there. And I do, uh, I do like Drew Locke. <clears throat> So I, 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 going forward, I do like Judy. Uh, if you're talking about this week, I'm going to play the Chargers. No, mm. you know, I mean yeah. the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers have a have a pretty decent defense. Hey. So no, they have on paper. But if you look in fantasy wise, I think <laughs> they are one of the worst. Mm -hmm. Like you look on Yahoo or ESPN and you see that green. <laughs> green is good. So uh, I do have Noah Fant going off this week. So maybe that Jerry Judy or Tim, I mean, I think that Drew Luck is going to show that, hey, he's as talented as Herbert. He's going to have a lot to prove. Drew Luck has to prove to himself that, hey, I'm not as talented as Herbert. Drafted to be something. Yeah, but he's not as talented as Herbert, though. So He's not. But mentally, it's for him, for his, for his psyche. He's going to want to show something. So I think that Noah Fan blows up this week. And I also think that somebody else, it might be Judy, it might be Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick has been the most consistent uh, wide receiver yeah. for these guys. And what happened to that uh, KJ Hamler guy? He, what happened to him? Yeah, I mean, I'm only seeing good things out of the tight ends. You know, that Albert O could play, bro. He could yeah. play. He could play. And I have him in a lot of dynasty leagues. I'm really, Albert O's my guy. One of my team and draft him. Even Harrison Bryant. That's another tight end. So let's talk tight ends a little bit. Harrison Bryant was a tight end who came in last week and gave, you know, two touchdowns. He's very, very solid. Um, tight ends are just so sporadic, man. I hate them. Um, if I don't have one of the top four, top five guys, I'm not, I mean, I'll just stream. I'll stream, try to buy low on guys like Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, what do you think about the tight end position this year? Um. I think the tight end position has been uh, – I, I, I've liked it. Um, I would say most of the leagues that we've played in uh, together, uh, we're playing on a lot of two tight end leagues. And mm -hmm. I would say with, with tight ends, just kind of like you have to know what right. you're doing because um, 
I'm I'm streaming a lot of tight end. I'm streaming tight ends. A lot of these two tight end uh, leagues, and it's hard. <laughs> it's, it's hard. And you kind of have to know. You kind of have to know your tight ends. You kind of got to know who they're playing. And right. I would say that's that's probably the hardest position to navigate uh, streaming wise uh, right, right now for me. If a team is playing the Washington football team, you start that tight end. If a team is playing Dallas. <laughs> You start that tight end. If a team is playing Seattle, Titans. You start that tight end. Titans, um, uh, what's the other one? Vikings, all these bad passing defenses. You just want to go ahead and start all these guys because you might get lucky. Logan Thomas went off. <laughs> I mean, Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas went off. Tight end. he's slow, he's fat. Um, but guess what? He gets it done. So uh, shout out to Logan Thomas, man. And I'm kind of mad because I had Logan Thomas in a few leagues, but then it's like I can't wait on him. To then do something, so uh, yeah, Logan. I'll, I'll, and I'll give you one, Trey Burton. If Trey Burton is, is out there in your leagues, make sure you grab him. Yeah, I had to drop him in order to pick up a quarterback because this one guy that's holding like six or seven quarterbacks in a one quarterback league. So I had to drop Trey Burton just to get Kirk Cousins. Oh wow! So that way I don't use a waiver claim. You know, now I can use my right. waiver claim on Hyde. Then that's why I traded for Burrow. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, playing chess with these guys, you know, they'll try to do, you know, different little things, but then I'm buying low and buying cheap, and you know. So sometimes, man, you got to let go of uh, good stuff. So, bro, one guy that I was playing that was in my division, um, (laughs) he had Tyler Higby on Monday night, right? And rookie mistake is if you got a guy on Monday night and they have like a little Q next to their name, it's dangerous, right? So Tyler Higby goes out. So I get the news. I go pick up Everett. I saw Cole Komet out there as well. I could have dropped Jerry Goff, but I like Jerry Goff's playoff schedule. So do you think I was wrong for for, uh, for uh, making that move? Man, not at all. That's how we play. Yes, sir. That's how we play. You know, he he, he everybody in, in the league started, like, notifying him, go pick up Cole Komet, go pick up Cole Komet. So he needed 6.5 points to win, right? Right. Cole Komet came in and gave him 6.5 points, exactly. Jeez. In the first quarter and then left. We never saw Cole Komet again. Wow. So the guy that lost to Cole Komet, we changed his nickname to the burning of coals. No, I think mm-hmm. it's the burning of coals of Komet, something like that. You know, he has some kind of wacky, <laughs> wacky last name now or nickname. So it's just, our defense is getting better every game, but the offense just keeps letting us down. This is a Broncos fan. Um, he says, I don't know about Drew Luck. But only time can tell. He's a young guy. I would say this. You guys are giving Drew Luck time. And, you know, he's has, you know, he sometimes he plays well, sometimes he plays bad. But the thing is, he's getting valuable reps. The Giants, as bad as <laughs> Daniel Jones is and can be, he's getting time. Haskins didn't get time. So be grateful for that. You know, and at the end of the day, if the if the Broncos are not a fit with Drew Luck, he was a second-round pick, first of all. Second of all, you guys can always draft or bring in somebody via free agency, but I do like Drew Luck. Tommy, your take on Drew? I love Drew Luck. I think he's just best quarterback since Peyton Manning, right? Yep. I mean, uh, yeah, just keep keep seeing what you got in him. I mean, I, yeah. I think he's I think he's good. I don't yeah. think he's Herbert good, you know, mm-hmm. and we, we don't know what Herbert's going to be next year. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Drew Luck. And, you know, keep, keep going. He's just a young guy, you know, he's learning the game, so. Keep going. See, there's certain quarterbacks that come in, right? You can see the impact. You can see that, see that special talent. Then you kind of know, like, yo, this guy's gonna be a star. 
when Mahomes came in that first year, in that one game, you saw flashes. Now, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I saw greatness, but I saw that the guy could play, okay? I've seen Haskins play. Haskins has not shown me anything special to make me think that he's a special quarterback right now. I have not seen any it, it factor. With Herbert, you've seen him make these throws, you know, off balance, big arm, strong guy, can run with the ball. Then you've seen uh, Joe Burrow make some, make some throws, make some plays, you know, be competitive in games. These are things that you look at out of a young quarterback. So there's all these factors that goes into, you know, saying, is this guy going to be good? Is he not going to be good? But at the same time, I see some promise out of Drew Luck. I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. Yep. And the biggest thing, last thing I'm going to end on this note, the last thing I would say is when you want your quarterback to be successful, you put weapons around them. True. What do the Broncos do? They already have Sutton. Then you draft Judy and you draft Albert O and you draft Hamler, right? And then you bring in Melvin Gordon. You had uh, uh, Lindsey. So you're already surrounding him. Now you got to shore up that offensive line. I think that's the next project for the Broncos offense. But you look at a team like Washington, they didn't do all these things for Dwayne Haskins. He drafted Terry McLaurin. At the same time, you know, the offensive line is bad. No tight end. You bring in a cheap tight end. You bring in a cheap wide receiver too. You know, all these little different things. But then watch next year when you bring in all the weapons, maybe a different quarterback, and then he blows up. Then it's like, oh, Haskins was bad, but Haskins never had the opportunity that Drew Luck has or that Burrow has with A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd. Are you serious? Or Keenan Allen and Mike, you know, Mike Williams. So you got to surround your young quarterbacks with weapons. Then if they still can't produce, then, hey, maybe they're just not your guy. True. Correct. So how often do we stream? Um, Man. This was a great show. I think for now, we're probably going to stream every Wednesday, Tuesday night. Yeah, probably every Tuesday night for sure. And then, um, you know, I take the audio from the stream and I put it into a podcast. So um, Talking Sports with Manny is a a podcast and this is just a stream version of it. But yeah, we're going to be streaming every Tuesday night. Uh, We'll do, you know, all the, you know, waiver wire ads and buy low and you know, just talk fantasy football and just football in general. So I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, coming on, checking us out, and subscribing. Uh, Tommy, you got anything to say before we uh, end the stream? No, man. It was uh, I thought it was a great show. Uh, thanks for thanks everybody for the input and the great questions. Thank you.